I was going to be in the States. And when I turned 39, I was going to be a head coach at one of the most prestigious high schools in the state of New Jersey. Absolutely. There's no way I'd have believed that. Coming to this country, just just having to deal with the language barrier and, and overcoming so many obstacles. Why would you do that? Why would you like seriously? Why would you do that? I would think I'll turn it down, bro. For why? A why? Like why though? Less maintenance. Whatever, bro. Just don't <laughs> touch it. Just leave it. <laughs> Shape it up here and there, and keep it pushing, man. I be doing that. That's actually what I be doing, though. Uh, you there know you what? go. I don't know, bro. Or, or get it braided. Yeah, you know what? That, that could be a move too. I never got braids in my life before. Well, I'm 39. I had them a couple weeks ago. Look great. They do look good, though. They do. They did. They look good. I think you That's have. What I do. That's what I do. <laughs> 39, looking like 29. <laughs> I'm aging backwards. <laughs> hey, I have braids in the summertime, so I'm right there with you, Greg. Though, because I cut it, because I was like, yo, the heat. I wasn't used to the heat and all that hair, but now I'm growing. I, I, I'm not touching it now. Like, see, now he want to get his hair back. <laughs> I, think about, think about it like this. This is, a, this is how I put it. So, you know, you guys don't need to tell your age or whatever the case is. In my, in my, the way I look at it is like I got jokers that's 39 years old, no teeth, no hair. <laughs> Wish they could have hair and teeth. Like I got all my joints. Like there ain't no flip out, none of that. I got some. I got some cats look older than me, younger than me. Basically, what you say, you're saying when it's gone, you can't get it back. So I'm sure while you have get it, can't get it back, bro. You know how many people like yo? I wish I could. I wish I had hair, bro. <laughs> full joint, full joint, good. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut it off, bro. And the, the time it took to grow back, I was nervous, but I'm, I'm glad it's back. I was like, bro, yeah, you're I, good. It's time. It's time. I would have been mad at myself if I cut it and then I wasn't able to get it back. Yeah, I'm very dis- very disappointed with you, Gregory. <laughs> for, for even for even bringing up the idea of cutting my hair. Yeah, hey, <laughs> right? What? Come on. Well, well back. we got another episode. This is going to be different for our listeners, our viewers. We have a whole new segment. That's going to be coming on weekly. We got with us our coach, Coach Mingo. The show is going to be called Basketball, Everything Basketball with Coach Mingo. So once a week, we'll record. We'll have some information where we're talking basketball. You know, it's going to be some, you already hear it already. It's going to be some comedy in this. It's going to be some gems. You know what Coach Mingo talking about from Guyana to America. He's yes, in the sir. Field. We sure. I didn't realize that too, by the way. My wife is Guyanese. And I, once I saw that, I was like, wow. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, we're going to get straight into it. But before we start, yes, shout sir. out to you, Chase Clark. 25.6 points per game. One of the, what, the number two returning scorer in Jersey. Congrats to you mm-hmm. on that. How, how's looking for him this season? Uh. Everything is looking good, right? First, let me let me just say uh, thanks for having me, you know, bringing me on. You guys don't have to do this. I, I truly appreciate it. I, you know, like I said, I'm, I keep reiterating to people, you want to listen to a good podcast, go check out Greg and, and, and Tone, Benchmob, good guys. Uh, 
a lot of people that know me, you know, I don't really, I'm not dabbling in too much with, with too many people, you know, cause I'm straightforward, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I appreciate you guys having me and just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, with that being said, uh, right now we got a 15 game season in place for the, uh, for Nork Academy. And it's uh, all, you playing all the teams from your division is the SEC, we're in the SEC, the Super SS Conference. So we basically playing, um, you know, Melbourne, <clears throat> Barringer, uh, Cedar Grove, Glen Ridge, Eagle Academy, Cup, just to name a few. And uh, Chase, Chase is back. He's going to be a junior. I saw today he was, they had um, on one of the, these, um, you know, outlets, they have him as the number two or three scorers returning to the state of New Jersey. And uh, he's just been looking good. We've been, we have a weekend in practice so far and uh, he's been working real hard. And, you know, despite all the basketball stuff, Chase is a great person. He's a great kid. It's an honor for me to coach him. You know, I'm just happy to have him on my side and I'm happy that he's sticking it, sticking with us at Newark Academy. You know, and not, not too many kids, you know, with that type of talent would stay at, at North Academy because people are always in the air. You could do this, you could do that. But he's ready. He's ready to play. Our first scrimmage is next week, the 21st against Oratory Prep at home. And uh, he's just ready to go. He just looks so much more, you know, in the leadership form where he's helping his teammates, telling his teammates what to do. You know, he's an extension of the coaching staff, to say to say the least, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just – I'm happy to have him. I just can't wait. You know, he's a great young young dude, man, you know. And part of that, his his development really came this summer, believe it or not, with Unity Legends, working with guys like Greg, working with guys like Wellington, myself, and just putting him in position to succeed, you know, and, and, and giving him that pressure so – don't think for one moment this is all me. No, it's not me. It's, just, it's him, him, and him. <laughs> me, Greg, his mom, Wellington, his father can tell him everything. He grabbed everything by the horns and he, he, um, he, he did his weight training. He did his conditioning. So he came in. He didn't miss a beat. And he, he's ready to go to showcase what he can do. You know, and I'm like I said, I'm just happy to have him. <clears throat> well, you know, I think too we're looking forward to this season uh we definitely think it'll be nothing but great success even in the 15 game season now we all know we all know if y'all listen to the episode we had before with wellington and we listen so with mingo shooters are needed if you can't shoot you're not playing it's just that simple <laughs> and with that in mind the nets they get james harden they have Kyrie, who will be back. KD, that's a team full of shooters. Yes, what is sir. your team in Brooklyn? Are, are they the favorite to win it all? Um, well, you know, us being me, you, Greg, and, you know, educated listeners out there, we know how basketball goes. All right? So people that's not educated are going to say, oh, the Nets is going to win it, blah, 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 whatever the case is, all right? We got to see how this thing is going to play out. You know, we got to see what's going to happen 15 games in, 10 games in, 20 games in. You know, right now, <clears throat> I see, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, watching here and there. 
everybody is looking for an explanation from Irvin and why he's not showing up or whatever. We don't know why he's not showing up. We don't know if he's going to show up. It shouldn't matter to us if he shows up or not. <laughs> okay. The NBA is a job. People get, get it misconstrued all the time. All right. The NBA is a job. The owners of the NBA, they own the team, they own the franchise. The players are workers. As crazy as it sounds, they're workers. All right. Me, you, and Greg, we have jobs, right? So we're allocated a certain amount of personal days. And we don't have to tell people what those personal days are for. It could be to go to a family barbecue. It could be to stay home and just relax. We don't know what, what he's doing. All right. We shouldn't be mad at him and say, oh, man, he just needs to play. Yeah, because you're because the, the, the fans are like, oh, I just want to see him play. That's not fair to him. You know, he might have time where he wants to just take off. He's not supposed to do that in some people's eyes. But the NBA is a job. There's there's sick time. There's if you get injured, there's, you know, I'm pretty sure somewhere along the line. These dudes have personal time where they could just say, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to take a couple of days off. It's not right. We don't know the ins and outs of his contract or any contract for that, for that matter in the NBA. You know, so I think they got a chance to be good. Are they going to gel? The good thing is Harden and KD have history together. They played together. All right. So maybe, you know, they're like, yo, finally, you know, I get to reunite with the guy that I really wanted to reunite with, which is KD. All right. So you had Chris Paul. You had Russell Westbrook. You had a bunch of shooters. That didn't work out in, uh, in, in Houston. His talent is never the question. It's just can he get them over the hump in the playoffs? You know what I mean? But I, I think they'll be fine. I, you know, and we got well, – well, how many games are we in? Let's say we – how many games played so far? Let's say 10, 12, whatever. You got 62 games left. You know, Kyrie might say, I want another month off. <laughs> See how it goes. You know, so just be my thing as a coach, I always look at it like you always have to prepare yourself for the worst because you don't know what's going to happen. Injuries. Somebody can get injured. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody can get traded again, whatever the case is. But me, if they're if they stick together and they do what they need to do as a whole, as a unit, you know, you got a professional coaching staff. The other thing people don't realize is James Harden is going back to going is going to link back up with Mike D'Antoni. You know, because he's an assistant coach with the Nets also, you know, so I think it can work out. You know, yeah, they gave up a lot for him, but, you know, guys like him don't come around too often, man. And the, the guy could just flat out score. I don't care if he's he gained 100 pounds, 150 pounds. He's going to score 30 points a game flat out. So that's my take right there. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that his first game back, everybody, he overweight. You got the commentators talking about it looked like he had a, a meal before the game. All right, this. right. It went out, dropped 44. Just to let y'all know, like, I, I still got it. Greg, it, I, I want to hear how you feel about it. The, it it's the, not the, even It's not even that he still, you know, he still got it and he looked fat or whatever the cases are, are overweight or out of shape. I watched that entire game against Portland. <laughs> James Harden could have scored every single time if he wanted to when he came down. But somewhere along the line, he decided, you know what? I'm going to start passing the ball. 17 assists, 
44 and 17. 44 and 5 is good. 17? Come on, man. Come on. My bad, Greg. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, you hear all the points on why I'm so excited about this because I think it could work. And I think that James Harden, people talk about, you know, it meshing and it working when you have all those guys who play a lot of ISO ball. But yeah. people, don't, people don't realize this. James Harden's a basketball genius. Like, when he was with the Thunder, the way he played, it was totally different than the way he played in Houston. Like, he played in the way he did in Houston out of necessity most of the time. I think that it, it came to a head when he played with Chris Paul because Chris Paul not, doesn't, doesn't operate that way. So that didn't work. It, it worked in the sense that they won a lot of games and almost got to the finals, but the marriage didn't work, like, behind the scenes, right? But I, I think that, you know, James getting to play with KD again to unlock that part of his game where he gets to be a playmaker, come off screens, mm-hmm. Iverson cuts, banana cuts, all different types of cuts, right? Coming off screens, hitting hit and pull up jump shots. He's going to play off the ball and be really good at it. And with a second unit, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be that guy in ISO. Right. Score. He might score 30 and a half. Like, he's going to have crazy nights. Like, he's going to have That's what I'm things. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he really decides, like, yo, you know what? He can reel off a quick 17. It's and then the, the, the biggest part of this guy's game that, I mean, people people that, like I said, people that know the game, that understands basketball, he can get to the foul line. All day. At will. He can get to the foul line. At will. I'm talking about, like, literally, he can literally get 15 free throw attempts. He's shooting, what, 92% from the free throw line? There right. you go, 14, 15 points right there. Not including, he's probably going to get three to five threes. Yeah, we talking about that's already 20, 25 points right there. And Easy. My, he the other thing is, the other thing with you know, I'm just gonna tell me, and I'll just not telling you guys what to do, but you got to be careful who you having basketball conversations with. You have to be careful. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you got to be careful who you having these conversations with because, you know, we're me, me, you, Greg, and Tom, we're not Stephen A, but. You have to be logical and make sense. Like you have to watch the game and understand. Like mm-hmm. I was telling, just just to give a quick synopsis or something real quick. I'm I'm watching the game. I'm watching Memphis play the other night. There's a guy on Memphis, never turns the ball over, never turns the ball over, never turns the ball over. Kyle, ten, ten points, six assists every single night. Solid. Never turns the ball over. Tyus Jones. Oh. Tyus Jones never turns it over. I'm telling you, go back on your phone and look. Never turns it over. Mm-hmm. Never turn 10 and 6, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 9 and 8. That's a guy right there. People, the average fan is going to be like, oh, man, he, he, he's no good. But guys like that, they will always have a job. You know why? Because coaches trust them. Mm-hmm. Coaches trust them. So John Moran is out, right? All right, Kyle is playing out of his mind. Yeah, Kyle is, Kyle is able to play out of his mind because of Tyus Jones. Because Tyus Jones doesn't need to score. He don't want to score. He mm-hmm. understands. So, like, yo, you do this, you do that. I'll take what I can get. There's a ton of guys like that in the NBA. But those guys don't get talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't get – because they're not – it's only <laughs> Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irvin – and maybe a couple, those guys right there are superstars. Mm-hmm. All right. We all agree on that. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of Tyus Jones out there. So that, that's how I watch basketball. When I watch, I'm watching, you know, I'm, I'm watching. There's, a, there's another guy. He plays, he just, uh, 
He's on the uh, the Rockets. His name is Tate. I forgot his mm-hmm. I forgot his first name. Tate. Tate. Mm-hmm. Guy plays hard as hell, man. I'm he like, does. yo, where did he come from? Australia. Never, never turns it over. Lay mm-hmm. up, dunk, runs the floor. Those are the guys right there that allow the superstars to do what they need to do. Those guys create. Those guys help make super uh, teams. Like they put them over the top to be the championship team. Those are the guys that do that. Like the yeah. Lakers. Every every great team has that guy. The Lakers have Alex Caruso. He's that guy for them. Caruso come in, just does his job. Like he's just fun. He's just a functional piece. He makes everything else work. You play defense. He does dirty work. Get rebounds, right? Like kick the ball ahead. Like it's not pretty, but he's gonna do his job. So that's a really good point. I tell kids all the time. Go look at Tyus Jones' bio. Go to Wikipedia, look it up, and then come back and talk to me. Not y'all. I'm just saying that's what I tell them. When y'all get a chance, just check it out. And then I I guarantee the next time we talk, y'all gonna be like. Oh my God! Like I, I, I can't believe what I was reading. I can't believe what I was reading. Well, I'll give you. Go ahead, go ahead, Greg. His time as Duke. His time at Duke. It was. It was like you could see it coming. You saw. You knew he was. He had a chance to leave. Not not even at Duke. Not even at Duke. Three-time Player of the Year in the state of Minnesota. Played varsity as an eighth grader. Averaged seventeen and eight. And the team went 20 and eight. That's it right there. Read that's everything easy. else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> eight, eighth grade? That's OD. That's well, that, that, but, probably, but, that speaks to why he's able to play that. He, he's been playing at that high level for Exactly. This is nothing exactly. He knows what he's supposed to do. He knows his role. He knows, hey, mm-hmm. team, I'm getting these minutes now. Jai's out. I'm gonna make sure that we don't miss a beat. I'm not John Morant. I'm not jumping out the gym, but I'm gonna give you that consistent 10-8. No turnovers as a point guard. Nope. I'm telling you, go check it out. No, nope. yo, and by the way, he was the man at one point in his life. Yup. Yup. Yo, three times played a year in the state. Come on, man. That's crazy. Three, it's it's ridiculous. It it's ridiculous. Happen. It's not crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, and when are having fans, summertime in Brooklyn is going to be bananas. Yeah. And they to have Brooklyn, the Barclays Centers is going to yeah. be single ladies, single fellas. Y'all gonna enjoy Brooklyn. Y'all know Hart and like to go clubbing. So clubbing, oh, oh my God. <laughs> When they open back up, the club's going to be lit. I was talking about that on the radio this morning, bro. They were tied his jersey at one of the clubs in Houston before he left. Go Yo, for him. They're going to love Harden. He's going to be a starlet. <laughs> <laughs> Every night, starlets. Go for him. <laughs> going across the bridge. The Knicks, what are your takeaways on the Knicks so far? Like, they actually have a somewhat decent record. Um, I don't think many people would have thought they would be at this point, but you got Tibbs there. Mm -hmm. What's your takeaways on the Knicks? Can they sustain this the whole season? Uh, The the one thing that the Knicks don't have a lot of, they don't have a lot of shooting, all right? But they got Julius Randle, and he's playing out his mind right now. All right, Uh, he's leading – I. you know, I always watch little stats here and there when I'm at work, just seeing what's going on. I think he's leading them in like every major statistical categories, blocks, points, assists. You know what I mean? And with Tibbs, 
the one thing you I don't care if you got talent or not, you're gonna play hard. <laughs> you're gonna play hard, and the Knicks are playing hard, and they're able to pull some games out. You know, I don't know if they're gonna make a trade or they're gonna, you know, keep the guys they have, but whoever they have, they're gonna play hard. And you know, I think you know they they got a chance. You know, I like watching them now. I'll watch. I'm not a not a Knicks fan or nothing like that. I'm not really a fan of any team. You know, I just like watching the game. I watch the game for different reasons. My favorite players to watch is Curry and Harden. But um, yeah, I I I, I like what uh what what Tibbs uh, Thibodeau's doing with them. And they're playing hard, man. They they play hard. I mean, Julius Randle, like, you know, who who know who knew he had that type of talent? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, is every night he's like on the right there for a triple double, definitely a double double, win or lose. But it's 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 good to watch them. You know, I like the way he coaches them. Yeah, I think, I think speaking on that of not shooting, I think they have to at some point start quickly over uh, Peyton because. Peyton won't be able to play for you. The way Peyton. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Peyton, Peyton could definitely play for me, but I got to have shooters around him because he, it's not that he, and the other thing is like with Peyton, I remember, you know, I've been watching him when he was playing in the Sunbelt Conference, you know, mm-hmm. when he had the funny hair and all that. Mm-hmm. He's not a scoring type of guy. He's looking to get Still people like involved. And his shot has gotten better over the years when he was with Orlando. I think he was with the Pelicans at one point or something like that. But he's he's pretty good. I like him. I like him. But quickly he's a shooter. Quickly can shoot. You know, so and you got to understand, you know, like a guy like Peyton, he's not out there looking to get buckets. You know what I'm saying? Those guys are valuable. He's, you know, I'll give it up. I'll do what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? But I think like, like, you, like you guys said, maybe they need to get him, grab a shooter or two. I think Rivers, he tries to shoot, but he's not, you know, he's not like a knockdown guy like that. If they had a guy like, you know, like Eric Gordon or something like that, now it would spread things out a little bit more. Yeah, because that's why watching the games, I'm not a Knicks fan, but you see the the game against Brooklyn. They already knew. Just going to pack in the paint and dare y'all to shoot. If you get a shooters around Randall, he could even get even busier because he's getting double teamed. The paint is closed, and he'll knock down a three here or there, but he's not. We don't want to see Julius Randle go shooting 12 three-point attempts in a game because right. paint is clogged. Right. And um, what's the kid, the left, the lefty kid? I keep forgetting this. R.J. Barrett. Barrett, Barrett. He's not like a knockdown shooter also. No, man. You know, he's like a poor – he's like a poor man's Harden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I was going to – I was going to say – Yo, we could talk about the Knicks all day and talk about what they do well. And they do some things well. They play hard. Like, they're, you know, Dibs is getting the best out of them. But they, the problem with them is they have a bunch of will guys and not skill guys. That's that's what right. I think. Right, you know right. I mean? that's, that's a good point. There's a bunch of will guys but not skill guys. You can't win like that in the NBA. And then also, if you really want to boil it down to what should matter to Knicks fans, you should be looking at RJ Barrett's development. What's he going to be? The third overall pick in that draft class with John Morant and Zion going before him, and those guys both look way better. Just being real, right? If we're being honest. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, the development of guys like Mitchell Robinson and you, Kevin Knox, like your young guys. And then, you know, just you want to play hard. That piece of it's been good. But what what are you getting from RJ Barrett on a night to night basis? And do you think he can live up to being a third overall pick? That's the question that every Knicks fan has to ask himself. It's really what it boils down to. Like, is that is that simple? That to me. Like for real, like I don't. I, and Kevin Knox too. Like, what are you gonna get out of him? Because he's he's way more talented than what you get out of him. Just period. 
Well, how, how long has Locke been in the league? Two, three years? Two, three years now? Three, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Right, I remember they was when he was coming out, I was like, oh, he's the next Kevin Durant. What? Kevin Durant? <laughs> Same height, but that don't mean he play like Durant. <laughs> Whatever, man. So, you know, like, uh, the kid Barrett, he probably got another year to show what he can do or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I like Mitchell Robinson. He's always on the boards, blocking shots, runs the floor. I like him. Yeah. I like, I like, I like, guy, I like, he's like, you need a guy like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He helps Randall out with rebounding, blocking shots, and things of that nature. But, you know, it's hard, man. It's hard for these guys when they come into the NBA and, you know, you're a third pick and you got to live up to, to third pick, you know, it's like that's hard. So yeah. if you're a third pick and you average 15 points a game, you're a bust. Yeah. You're a bust. Yeah. So you're supposed to average 20 to 25 points a game every single night. That's the bar. Win Bobby or lose. Picks. Yeah. Look at look at look at Bradley Bill. All right. You drop 60 on you, they lose, but it's like he's a star. Yeah. You're he's no a star. Yeah. You know what, what do you think? Is going on with Washington? Like, is it seems they can't win? It seems like that match, that that marriage of Bill and Westbrook. <laughs> well, it's like, where it's everywhere Westbrook go. <laughs> <laughs> and I love I love Russell Westbrook, but it's everywhere he goes, right. man. It's like like Russ. What's gonna happen now, Russ? All right, you over here. So he's on a triple-double machine thing going on right now, but they ain't winning no game. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, Bill, I, they're, they're not going to, you know, make any moves. They're not going to do anything. You know, Russell is going to, you know, fill up the stat sheet. Bill is going to do his thing also. But at the end of the day, it's, it's nothing really there. You got a lot of young guys, too. You got, like, the – What's his kid name? Uh, the, the Japanese guy, Rui. He, right, he's there. You know, then you got Thomas Bryant. He's really he's, – he's developing a little bit. And he just got hurt. So when Russell Westbrook play, he's going to get a triple-double. Bradley Beal's going to get 30 points. That's it. And they'll lose. they lose. They don't play D. They don't play any D. Right. That's that's the real problem with them, too. I mean, they play no D. And it's going to force Beal out of there. Because Beal – I listened to a podcast. He was on the J.J. Reddick podcast, and he was not – he was not talking like a guy who knew for sure that he was going to be in Washington for the long haul. That was not well, the way that sounded. Well, I I have my my uh, reservations on guys who are playing for bad teams, and then people get in their head like, "Oh man, you need to leave here. You need to go somewhere else." Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. If I was Bradley Bill, I would never leave Washington. I'll stay there for the duration of my career. Yes, you want to win a championship. I get it. If they don't do what they need to do for us to win a championship, what am I going to do? All right? Look at Kelly Oubre. He's playing for Phoenix. It don't mean nothing. Come to uh, Golden State. It means something. Can't find him. Still can't find him. <laughs> Still can't find him. You know why? Because it means something. Every night it means something. You're playing for a championship organization. Devin Booker, he's work- he-, he ain't requesting no trade and all that. Stay right there, get a little point guard, just keep inching your way, inching your way. That's it. Bradley Bill stays there for 10 years and they don't win. You know what? He's still walking into the Hall of Fame as a as a Hall of Fame player. Get what you wish for. That's the way I look at it. 
The thing I found interesting with it, though, like the reports came out with the Harton trade that Russell Rusford hired agents to go to Washington. Like, why did you choose to go to Washington? Yeah. Like, out of all places, why Washington? It, adding him to the mix wasn't going to make them a contending team. Like, do you not want to win? But I don't think that yeah. I don't I don't think that his value is that high at that point. I think that's really what it was. I think it was like the vet you'll find me the best suitor and it happened right, to be Washington. Right. That that's the story. That's the part we didn't hear. Cause why would they say that about about the client, right? Like why would Washington put that out there? So I think it was it was about that. Cause yo, Russ is worth Russ is making forty million dollars a year to go out there and shoot below what was he does he shoot thirty percent from three? Like like that's a real question. We don't got the numbers up in front of us right now. But does <laughs> about he shoot twenty eight percent? Like twenty eight percent. I'm not paying that guy 40 mil in a league where they shoot a bunch of threes. It makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? I know he does some things well on the court, but he's he's got an injury history. It's it's tough to play with him. He, he just dribbles the air out the ball, and it's just it's just hard. Like it's just really difficult yeah. to deal with with Westbrook on the court. So 40 mil, yeah, we're not getting. There's no contender willing to pay that guy 40 million dollars. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen. Right, that's not a new contract. That's based on I think the year that he won the uh, MVP. The MVP. Did he win MVP? He did. Did he win? He won MVP. I think. He? I think. I think he won MVP one year. He did. So that's MVP. based. That's yeah. based on that. So like when that contract is up, then you'll see who is gonna really be like, oh yeah, we we should give Borsa Westbrook on our team or something like that. Right. Right. You know. So so he's a dominant player. He's highly skilled. You know, dominant player with the ball. He's just a freak. You know, but yeah. it's just something like. The game never hard, evolved. You know, it's hard evolved. to play with him. The game never evolved. If he could knock down that that if he could knock down three at like a 30, 32% clip, it's it's different. It's different. I'm telling you, but it's just and the way he plays too is gonna be problematic because he t- his shot selection is, is bad sometimes. Like it's just it never he never grew out of certain habits. That's that's what I've noticed with him. That's my take. I don't know. He never grew out of certain habits. Well he's talented as he is. Well, he's a guy that is not a traditional ball player where it's like catch, rip through, pull up. He's not that type of guy. He's going to go zoom dunk or mm. pull up. And it's like he's a, he has an unorthodox game. So yeah. you got to take what you get with it. You understand what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. So he's the type of guy is like, you got to take what you get. I mean, he won the MVP and then they went to the finals when it was him, Harden, and Durant. Durant left, he and Harden stayed, and Harden stayed, and then Paul George came and had a good year with him, you know, so he's a, he's a talent. That's never going to go anywhere. I like him, you know, but it's just, you know, he's you know, he in a bad spot right now. That's my guy, Russ, man. That's my guy. He'll be all right. You're going to you gonna wind up on the Blazers next. All hell's going to break loose. Blazers got to break up their little duo. I, I don't out. know. I, I don't know, Greg. I don't know about that one right there because I don't know. Yo, it's not. It, it doesn't work. They, they play great. It looks good. It's flashy. They score a ton of points, but there's no substance behind the flash because when it gets to, when the playoffs come, every, it's the same thing every year. They're into Lakers. Lakers will grind them up. It's the same thing. And it's because they just that's don't. The thing. I think the conversation with that, right, it goes on the organization. Is the organization trying to win a chip? Or are they just trying to be competitive? Because if it's just competitive, you keep them together. You keep them together mm-hmm. with it, and you just content. Because honestly, the way that the team is built, even if everybody was healthy, 
Jack Collins is getting injured. Nurkic is injured. Are, do they really have enough to win a championship? I don't think so. Well, with, with me for the Blazers, it all starts with uh, was Terry Stotts. You got to go, bro. Like, come on, man. You, you've been there for I don't know how long you've been there. You got swept one year, then you got swept another year, and you still got your job. But we all know, I don't ever want to go there, but, like, he he got to go. He got to go. You know. We, so, we know. We know yeah, he, he got to go because, you know, guys are, you know, it's like the same recycled coaches in the NFL and the NBA. Right. Like, seriously, like, Urban Meyer, you're really going to go coach the Jags right now? Like seriously, you just, you you coach you coach Ohio State and you you had like heart issues. Now you're gonna go to the NFL. All right, go ahead. But you're gonna get a chance though. You're gonna get a chance because they right. always get a chance. They always get a chance. Going back to that to Russell Westwood, it made me think another person that can't shoot, Ben Simmons. Do you think he's gonna basically have that same type of career as Westwood? Like, hey. As you said, Westbrook is a talent, but it's still a, a glaring, gaping hole from his game. He, I'm pretty sure if we, if the three of us were to go watch him work out, he would be hitting jump shots. And we'd be like, yo, how he can't make that in the game? So it might be a mental thing. I don't know. But he some way he finds he, he finds he, he find a way to get a triple double to get a double double, you know he he literally got to score the basket every single time. My thing is like I don't understand how you play like that. It would be because I know if I can't make a jump shot, yo, I would never play basketball. I'd be <laughs> like I'm not I'm not playing because I, I it's it's like what so I gotta I gotta go break you down every single time to get yeah. into the lane and look to score. But that's where I don't I don't know if he's gonna get any better, you know. I mean, how long he's been in the league now? What yeah, five years? Five is it is it so year five? is it all right? So year eight, he's gonna have a knockdown jump shot? Probably not. Probably not. He is what he is. They say year four makes or breaks you on that on that deal. Like you find out what a player is in year four. That's not always the case, but yo, I don't I've lost hope in the Ben Simmons jump shot project. He, he it may happen, but it, honestly, he is what he is. He, he's 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 not a franchise cornerstone player. I I'm I think the only reason why the rock the the Sixers didn't accept the Rockets trade request when they asked for they asked for Ben they asked for vaccine all those guys it was it wasn't because they wanted to keep Ben they're just saying that to save face they would have traded him in a heartbeat I think it's really because they they knew that Harden probably wasn't going to sign an extension long term because Harden going there and playing with Embiid you're not a championship contender you're you're not like I'm sorry you're not like that you're a team that's really good. You're gonna you're gonna make some noise in the playoffs, and you'll you'll be out of there. That's that's it. Right. That's, that's that's my opinion. So I don't think it was about ever saving Ben Simmons. They're saying it to save face now. You talk you talk nice about your guy. He's on your he's on he's on the contract. It's a you know it's a crazy league where guys have player all the players got empowerment now. So you don't want to make him upset. You know, keep him happy. Yeah, Ben, we love you. Yeah, and they they do, but it's not it's not that. Like he can't he his his weakness makes it really hard for him to play, to play that position well, he wants to play. Well, I'd have traded better in a heartbeat if you tell me I was going to get James Harden. Oh, yeah. But yeah. but I'm happy that James ended up in Brooklyn and not with Doc Rivers. So I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> Doc is the worst, man. Doc got to go. 
<laughs> Wait, I, I'm telling you, give him a year. Give him a year. He gonna do something crazy. It's coming. It's oh, coming. God. It's coming. Yo, he's uh it's, it's I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> that definitely was saying it's the same carousel. Yeah. Coaches. Yeah. 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 So so well, doc. So doc, all right. <laughs> you was the GM for the Clippers, the coach. You <laughs> traded Blake. For what I don't know, all right, yo, do you guys realize that nobody talks about Blake Griffin no more? He traded him to Detroit. So Crazy. he gets traded to Detroit, all right? Then you get Paul Reddick. You, you get all these guys. Live, what's it, Live Town? It was Live Town. Live City, Live City. It was Live City. Couldn't win with that. You get to the playoffs. Had a 3-1 a lead. Lost with them dudes. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? We're gonna take the GM title from you. Cool. I'm gonna just be the coach. Somehow you get Kawhi and Paul George. Get a three-one lead with them. Lost that. Get fired. Fired on Wednesday. Hired by the Sixers on Friday. What? Like yo, come on, man. He's coasting like, off the Celtics championship. Like, like, come on. He's close the by That, and then you got fired by the Magic before you got the Celtics job. Like, Doc, get out of here, Doc. Come on, man. <laughs> so Glenn, Glenn. But do you think he was what was wrong with that Clippers team last year? Like, do you think he was the main reason why they lost that series? I, I, I don't. But I don't know if you do. I think, yo, I think, I think, I want to be honest, Paul George, as good as as great of a player as he is, as talented as he is, doesn't go to the go to the. He doesn't get enough easy baskets. He doesn't go to the basket enough. So it's just it makes it really difficult in the playoffs. It gets real bogged down because it's gonna be nice where you hit the side of the backboard because it's not always in a fall. And you know that as a shooter, it's not always in a fall. So you need to get some easy looks going to the cup. And Paul George doesn't go to the basket, bro. Like it's just he's not. He doesn't go as frequently as he should. He doesn't take a lot of free throws either. And Kawhi's a jump shooter too. Why live in that mid-range? Why go to the basket more than him? But it's just too much. That team is a jump-shooting team, and that's their problem. That's my. That's what I think it is. It's so it's so many mitigating factors on what happened with that team. First of all, like if I'm, I, I'm, I hate bashing coaches because coaches coaching is hard. Period. Whether it's on any level, you know what I'm saying. But it's like. You the coach, yo, you create the culture. Like, yo, y'all not, y'all not, y'all not getting no load management. Y'all playing, everybody playing. Facts. Everybody's playing. Facts. So you created that type of environment where it's like, all right, we're going to lose some games. If I rest a couple guys, bro, you, like, if you create that, you will pay in the end. And they paid. Mm-hmm. You will pay. I watched something the other day. Oh, Kawhi is playing his first back-to-back in since 2017. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. But whatever, man. Like, who? Th- th- this bothers me to the core. Who came up with this, this load management stuff? Yo, I'm 39 years old. I watched Michael Jordan play when he, when he came back from the retirement. I watched him play when they won the first championship to the last championship. Never took a night off. Never took a night off. Never, never, unless they're hurt. Low management. 
Like, come on. But it's a generational thing. It's a different era, like you said. But we have all this technology. We have this. We have that. But guys still need more rest. I don't get it. I don't really get it. LeBron, you mentioned MJ. LeBron. You don't sit down. He's over a million dollars on his body to make sure he's able to play every game. Mm. Don't so why big bag too? What you doing? Cool, cool. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's just. But, but here's that's the, about, the Kawhi thing is so crazy to me because yo, he was never. He was never that guy. He was never that guy. He's never actually like that championship he won against the Warriors. He stu- we can admit he stumbled into it, right? I mean, they might have lost that series if Clay didn't get hurt, let alone KD, right? That's that's true. That's true. That's true, yeah. Greg. And with the Spurs, right. it was perfect. It was a per- it was that, a perfect situation. That's so true. Is he that guy is he a superstar? He won that championship in Toronto. I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, no, I'll give he, him. The he number. won that championship. Can't I, take I, nothing I, away from him. Nothing away from he he literally said we're winning the championship. Whether they could say, Oh, it was a lucky shot against the Sixers, but in that series against the Warriors, he was he was going back and forth with them. And they won it. I mean, Clay, you know, if Clay didn't get hurt, if KD didn't get hurt, but what he did was he seized the moment. You see, they got hurt. Yo, I gotta take advantage right now. I gotta do what I need to do. And he did. You know, so that that, that's that's just me. I don't I look at it like you know, I, I, you can't take nothing away from him. That's me. That's yeah. me. Can't no. take nothing away that, from him. That's a fair point. That's a that, that, that's a fair point. Is he is he, so he's a superstar in your opinion? Uh, <laughs> not not like he is. He is. He okay. is. He, he he is. He is. He is. And I'm gonna tell you why. For me, he's a superstar because. He can score. He could just go out there and score, and he plays defense. Yeah. The big, what's the biggest thing with superstars? They let you know what I'm a superstar. Yeah. He's not that type of guy. So people are like, oh, he's a he's a he's a role. He's not he's not a role player. He's not a one B. He's he's a he's not a one A. He's an A. He's a you can build a franchise around him. Okay. You know, and and it's proven. Defensive player of the year and all that. MVP of the finals. He's legit. Now, is he playing with the right guys? No. No, he's not. That's 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 me. He's not playing with the right guys. So this is more this is more of an indictment on Paul George, by the way. It's kind of where you're going with this. Uh not, not, I, I never was a big Paul George fan. He's good. You know, he's he's like a one B, you know. Yeah, he's probably trickled down to like a two. Cause you know, they were trying to make him the guy, you know, give him the keys when he's in the, with the paces. That ain't work out. They kept bringing to his guy named James, man. Right. And then, and then he got traded, you know, then he was, he had a nice season with, with OKC. Um, and for a guy that got hurt the way he did to come back and play like that, you know, that that's great, man. Like, you know, that's big. But at the same token, you know, like nobody's really like, oh, yeah, Paul Jordan. Like, ah, right, you got him. You know what I'm saying? And he's able to play the way he played in OKC. OKC because of Westbrook. Right. Right. You know, so Westbrook is not as bad as people think, man. That's, that's yeah. true, too. I think that's fair. I, I, I think that's fair. I think I, Westbrook is just this, there's this reckless abandon about his game that makes him great, but also he makes has him a, He has an unorthodox game, I'm telling you. Yeah. He's not going to do the rip through and step. He's going to do whatever he does to score. And then you're going to look at the end and be like, yo, how did he have 15, 19, and 20? That's the way he, that's the way he play. That's it. 
Facts. Before we get you, we get you out of here. Last thing so far, it's only like twelve games in. Who so far are you seeing from the rookie class? Like Lamelo, Cole Anthony's playing pretty well. What you see so far out of this rookie class? This 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 Lamelo kid, man, dude can pass the ball. He could just pass the ball. Selfless player, just get it. Just play, just knows the game. IQ is high, you know. I know LeVar Ball is sitting around. Like, I told y'all so, man. Y'all keep playing with me. I told y'all. You know, I like watching him. I mean, he'll come in the game, and before you know it, bang, bang, three assists. Yeah. You know, now, do, do you got to work on his shot? Of course, everybody can always work on their jump shot, but he know how to get to the basket. He know how to finish. He's, he's a good player, man. He's like, like he's a good player. He's knocking on that play. three ball with more, with more confidence now, too. Or last couple right. of games, he's knocking that three ball down. He's shooting it from the parking lot, hitting them some, sometimes, too. If that if that three ball gets to where like I think it's gonna get there like we start to get we see that thirty five percent clip for him super star like star superstar whatever like he's in that range he's an yeah. all star type player is what you and he's gonna be the face of the franchise I I already think he'll be the face of the franchise that's why that's why I'm headed absolutely him and Bridges I like him and Bridges together yeah they have they have chemistry they have really yep. good chemistry I like I like him and Bridges together it's a great passer man um but uh do you I'll, think but, Go ahead, think on point. his route, do you think on his route where he's going right now? Is he going to be better? I think so. Hold up, say that again. <laughs> With how he's balling, yes, uh-huh. we're making a prediction here. Do you think Lamelo will be better than Lonzo? He's better than Lonzo now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, I said that, bro. I swear I said that. So that's a hot take for him. But I've been saying I've been saying that quietly to people I talk to, like, yo, no better than him, bro. And they're like, no, nah, you're great. He's better. Right now, right now. If 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 LaMelo was to go to the Pelicans and play with Zion, 10, 12 assists a game. Easy. 10, and 12 assists. And he's shooting that thing in a he high shoot, and he shoots and he shoots better. He does shoot better. Shoots better. He does. I, 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 will ar- I will argue that his, his IQ might be a little bit higher, too. Sheesh. Good. The defense is what Lonzo got to get him beat. That's where he has him beat. Right. Yeah. Right. I think Lonzo, though, I think I don't think they, they trust him in, in New Orleans. Like, watching that game when he played against LaMelo, they had him in the corner a lot. It was B.I. was bringing the ball up. It was mm-hmm. uh, Bledsoe bringing the ball up. They even was running some play through Adams more than Lonzo touching the ball. And he seems, far as now, because the shot isn't knocked down, mm-hmm. it seems like the ball in his hand. LaMelo, he, he's getting on that stat sheet some way, somehow. The freaking game almost triple-double. Then the next game, he has a triple-double. And we're looking at 12, 14, and 12. Like, he's touching – Everything on the stat sheet. Yeah, oh yeah, throwing there two steals and a block. Yup, yup. He's he's just he's the stat sheet Super, superstar in the making. Really? We getting to watch. We getting to watch him in his first year. You guys gonna look back six years from now and be like, yo man, he's can be one of the best guards in the league. Easy. Bro, he's the, definitely you know, back, definitely better than Alonzo right now. I think so too. And back to your point about not talking basketball, everybody, bro. I have friends. I have friends who like I that that were telling me, yo. When Lamelo went to Lithuania, they were saying, "Yo, like, if he was in high school, he wouldn't be a McDonald's All-American." They were talking crazy about this kid growing up. It was a lot of hate, and I'm like, "Yo, you guys are crazy. That kid's a basketball savant. Like, 
even then, 92 points in a high school game is OD. Like, it really is. You talk about the cherry picking and all that stuff in that game. Nah, like, just you have to be smart to score 92 points and not really break a sweat. Not really work that hard. Talented, man. That's the only I keep I keep telling you, be careful who you talk to. I keep telling right. you. Right. You out you out there talking to jokers who who think they should have played D1. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, see, like I, I like like I don't I don't think I should have played D1. I know I should. I played at the right level. <laughs> I, I'm not sitting around here like, man, you know what? I should have played at Auburn, man. That's crazy. No. Oh. Uh, you, you can, come play at Auburn, Mingo. Come do it, man. Play no defense. Can't move. <laughs> Lazy. Don't want to live. Make a, Somebody close out on you, you walk. Now you're looking at the ref, you mad. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't a ref fault. It's your fault. Get out of here. Go play D2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, I, I'm trying to tell you. He's I'm right. I'm trying to tell you. He's absolutely Joker's right. out here. Everybody going to eight different prep schools to wind up at St. Bonaventure. Go ahead. It's crazy. It's, cr- it's so ahead. true. So true. So you're going to the, you're gonna go to Cali. Then you're going to go to North Carolina. And then you're going to go to Baltimore. And then you're going to end up at St. Bonaventure. All right, bro. Well, there you have it, bro. This is the first ever installment of Everything Basketball with Coach Mingo. Yo, Benchmark, we really out here working. I'm telling you, sir. A lot of gems in this episode. Me and Greg already talked about it. Enjoy it now, though. This is an appetizer. All these gems not free so at some point y'all gonna have to pay for this content because we giving y'all such yes, great content at, yes, some, at some point so enjoy this now you know take heed of it tune in episode one everything basketball with coach mingo but it's still the same vibes if you stay ready you don't got to get ready benchmark we out peace peace yes, sir well, that was-